0: On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, the stars are coming to Okotoks, the Western Canadian Baseball League All Star game, that is. We take a look back at Wednesday's big announcement from Siemens Stadium. Welcome to episode 104 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. You can circle July 24th on your calendars, as that will be when the Western Canadian Baseball League hosts its annual All-Star Game. And in 2021, it will have a change of venue. As announced this week, the game will be held at Siemens Stadium in Tokes. It'll be a jam-packed day featuring the game, a home run derby, a concert, fireworks, and more. The game is being moved from Edmonton, where there have been a lot of question marks surrounding the future of REMAX Field, as we previously talked about with the city's lease going to a new group. We start this week's episode off with the WCBL president Kevin Kvomi in conversation with our own Ian Wilson and in classic Foothills fashion the wind decided to pick up while they were outside so bear with some of the noise created by Mother Nature.
1: Kevin uh, give us a rundown of the big news that uh, is announced uh, for Siemens Stadium today.
2: Well um, you know we uh, We're starting our planning for the 2021 season and uh, with that our all-star game was kind of in a bit of an unknown state. And so for the last month we've been working on a plan to relocate it from uh, Edmonton to Okotoks and we're thrilled that it's going to be here at Siemens Stadium on July 24th, 2021. Tell me about uh, just
1: how you arrived at this point From from Edmonton and the uncertainty there, and then uh, what led you to Okotoks? And was that a, a quick quick decision for you guys? Um,
2: the decision to move to Okotoks was very quick. Yes. I mean, if you're going to move it uh, somewhere in the league, other uh, um, than Edmonton, where we're looking for uh, you know in the league as to where we can put that. Sorry.
1: Uh, can, can you maybe give that answer again? I sorry, just had problems with the recording. Oh no problem. <laughs> sorry about
2: that. That's all right. Um, yeah, to the pivoting uh, wasn't that difficult of a decision once we made it, uh, mm-hmm. um, or once we decided we were moving away from Edmonton. Um, Oaked Oaks, uh is the most obvious choice due to the capacity of Siemens Stadium, their fan base, uh, their their um, resources that they have with the dogs program. Um, you know, and it's a it's a great venue to put on the All Star Game. Um, disappointing that we are moving it away from the Edmonton market. We had to come to that realization. Um, you know, we tried to engage with the city of Edmonton for numerous months, and and some of the commitments that they had made to to help mediate a solution to the to the ongoing. Um, Lack of negotiations, or poor negotiations, or whatever you want to s- say, in that market uh, just didn't come to fruition, and ultimately they uh, chose to uh, to, I guess, disengage with us, and uh, and we really were left with the uh, no choice but to to decide that we couldn't host the game there. As much as we love the city of Edmonton and Remax Field. Um, you know, it's not an option for us if uh,
1: we don't have a team playing there. The uh, prospects made it official yesterday, kind of announcing their uh, their intentions to, to move forward and uh, move on to Spruce Grove. i uh, maybe discuss that a little bit. Uh, that I believe would uh, facility would be ready in twenty twenty two. Is there any plans for the prospects to participate uh, somewhere else for twenty twenty one, or what's the situation with that?
2: Uh, decision hasn't been made on that yet. We have. Uh We've left the most of the month of September to uh, facilitate a solution to that problem, uh, one way or another. Uh, so I really don't have anything to add to that situation at this point. But hopefully, we'll have that resolved here this later this month and uh, plan to move forward for 2021, and then uh, you know hopefully they're back on a brand new field in
1: 2022. we're in a state where we've got Sylvan Lake uh, building a new stadium. here. Uh, tell me just a little bit about that excitement. It's kind of nice to see uh that development and that construction and that uh growth of the sport uh you know, not even just within the confines of the WCLL but just having those facilities.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's uh the the facilities that these uh communities are coming up with are 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 tremendous for for lack of a better adjective but uh you know really the the development in Silver lake is going to be awesome and uh, and the vision there in spruce grove kind of like a, a baseball uh, mecca um with uh, uh businesses and uh, entertainment district for fans and stuff is is really uh an ambitious uh undertaking that they're they're doing there and uh it's uh, testament, and I think it all started here. You know, this this facility was was uh, you know dreamed about when the dogs left Calgary after the 2005 season, and uh, you know they they chose to take the 2006 season off, um, uh, not wanting to have a uh, basically having one of those uh, clubs freeze them out of Foothill Stadium in Calgary, and uh, um, you know those teams seem to come and go quite regularly and the you know the 80-year history of the Western Canadian Baseball League shows that you know we're stable as can be as far as this level of baseball and it's a great level of baseball. So the dogs took that year off to build this facility and I think that showed that it could be done and then we've had you know uh, a new facility in Fort McMurray that is we kind of forget that one up there and it's it's a it's a multi-million dollar great baseball facility uh up in up in uh, fort mcmurray there and uh and lethbridge just undertook a you know a six million dollar upgrade to spit stadium and and that is like a new new uh facility there that the fans love and and now the two new facilities you know alberta has really uh has really led the way in, developing these top baseball facilities and you know i think it also buys into the tourism market as well that you know there's lots of tourism uh people that are tourists that come into the into uh, alberta and saskatchewan and we want to capture those you know like um go to the the dinosaur park in in uh, drumheller and uh, you know, the royal tyrol Muse- museum and another day you can be in calgary at one of their many trends uh, you know uh, tourist attractions, the Calgary Zoo where even the Calgary Stampede is on right in the crux of our season and you know then in the evening what better place to go than one of our tremendous facilities in Alberta and watch a, a great uh, college baseball game. So I mean it, it all ties together uh, as we continue to grow here in Alberta and now we want to engage the Saskatchewan people you know hopefully we can get some movement on a new park in Regina. I mean they're a city um, much larger larger than some of the ones we're talking about. And and although they have a de- decent field, it, it really is in need of a of a stadium-type environment there. Uh, and they've shown they can do it with the, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders facility. And then, you know, we need to get back into Saskatoon and, and then continue our, our smaller parks that we have in Brooks and Swift Curran and Weyburn and make sure that they still add things to it. I mean, add a patio here, add a... Add another fan section here. Add better food services. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a multi-million-dollar investment. It it can be done in stages. Yeah. And the it's just amazing when we sit around the board table, the uh, the passion in every one of our communities and the and the desire to make their community you know the focal point for baseball and to engage with their youth in their community that want to play baseball and uh, um, you know connect with the businesses in their community and. It, it's just the community is the word that I continue to use, but that's what it's about. It's about community.
1: Uh, talking about the Saskatchewan teams, we, we did see a couple teams that were, were poised to take a, a year off. Prior to uh, COVID uh, happening, uh, is there any update with those markets? And are they uh, like, is this is, is this the, the cancellation of the league as a whole? has that helped them in any way in terms of getting back on their feet, or uh, where does that kind of go from here? Or is it
2: both both uh, both of those franchises are really in tough spots, and the league uh, probably uh, needs to have a uh, you know a good look at where that's at. Uh, um, the annual meeting this year uh, they i don't think much has got better for them um unfortunately uh, their communities um, although you know they do have a core of passionate baseball people um they've been struggling for a number of years and, and you wonder about the size of the communities and you know uh, in Yorkton uh, you know especially uh, you know I made a plea to their community a few years back to to upgrade their facility and uh, it seemed to fall on deaf ears that they don't understand the importance of the tourism and the and what uh, the Western Canadian Baseball League brings to their market and and that stadium let me rephrase that. Yeah. That ballpark <laughs> yeah. um, is uh, is not, uh, uh, you know, doesn't have the amenities that attracts fans and tourists to attend games there. Um, and they do have other tourist attractions out there that, you know, they could they could piggyback off of. But it takes a much bigger vision and uh, and. A, Passionate core of people, not just one or two that are that are into it. So I, I really don't have an update on where that stands, but I know the board is concerned about it, and we don't want to leave that hanging forever.
1: Uh, last question for you, and it is a little bit broader base, but uh, we're obviously living in uh, you know uh, times that are tough to navigate, to say the least, in terms of uh, the entertainment industry and the sports industry, and you know bringing fans on mass into facilities. What's kind of your uh, moving forward and in your hope for the next few months in terms of uh, setting the stage for a successful 2021 for the WCBL? Well, I think that, you
2: know, over the course of the next few months, we want to, I guess, continue to monitor the, the pandemic situation. Um, you know, we are... Optimistic that things will continue to improve. We're optimistic that uh, that there'll be therapeutics and vaccines that uh, that start to get on the market at some point in the next few months, and that uh, mitigate the uh, the, the uh, potential devastating effects of uh, the virus that's out there. And also, hopefully, people will continue to learn more and more about it as to how to keep themselves uh, safe. Um, in, uh, in environments. We're also, you know, one of the things we have going for us, I believe, and it's shown, you know, through our experiences with minor baseball through the summer is that there is no evidence of any transmission at outdoor um, baseball games and events like that so we're quite optimistic that that is uh, that is going to assist us in uh, um, carrying on uh, in some fashion next summer and we're also making plans to you know to uh, scale back attendance and and things like that to be as safe as we possibly can uh, when we do allow fans back in the park. I mean, sure, we'd love to pack the place as much as can, but you know, if we have to be a little careful on that and do it in stages, then I guess that's an option that we can look at as well. Um, Challenges, of course, twofold. Uh, For our league, they don't change from when we ended up canceling the season. The border still is an issue Um, for getting Americans into the or international players into the market, and then the the size of the crowds to to generate the revenues you need to pay for all the expenses for the teams. Those remain the two biggest uh, challenges moving forward. But, you know, the board wants to, you know, I, I agree. For 100%, we want to move forward on the 2021 season and plan accordingly, and and be optimistic that uh, that slowly but assuredly this pandemic
1: will will lighten and lessen and and get better. Kevin, thanks for your time today and congratulations on the announcement today. It's uh, it's great to be talking about some baseball again.
2: You
0: bet. you got that right, Ian. Thanks very much. Next up is Dogs Academy pitching coach Lou Pote. He was in attendance for the announcement and has seen his share of All Star games over his baseball career. No doubt, he sees this as an opportunity for not only the college team but the academy players to soak in what it takes to be stars at the next level.
1: Lou, uh, I guess uh, first off, uh, just uh, your initial reaction to seeing that uh, okotoks is going to be hosting the 2021 WCB All Star game.
3: Uh, I was, you know, obviously. Uh very excited. Um, I think first and foremost, uh, the fans deserve it, uh, and I think you know through the course of the season, you know our fans come out and support the team, um, and to give be able to give them another baseball game over the summer is is great, and it's you know not only a tribute to the fans, but the you know the Billet families. Uh, you know the bill of families for the academy. You know, and and, and the and the board of directors and the coaching staff. Uh, you know, just like I said, to be able to you know have some more uh, baseball and to kind of celebrate uh, everybody and 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 what the town. Uh, has done to support this team uh throughout the years is uh is just a uh, really cool feeling
1: in talking to you before we started the interview you had to mention that you have participated in all-star games uh before any specific memories stand out from from those experiences
3: uh just you know the initial feeling when you when you get announced to it uh, i know my first one was uh in the texas league uh when i was playing in shreveport louisiana double a for the giants uh To be recognized, uh, you know, for you know uh, having a really good first half, and then to uh, you know be amongst uh, guys that you you know you face all year, and to be able to kind of let your guard down and and enjoy it a little bit, and you're not in you know game mode, uh, and it's just you know there's kind of no expectations. You go out there and have some fun, and and, you know try and put a good good show on for the fans. So. you know, looking back on it, uh, some of the players that I was able to play with in some of those All-Star games were. You know, it was, it's pretty cool to look back. Uh, you know, I think that my first one was in '93 or '94, and then unfortunately I was stuck in the league for a couple of years, and I ended up making it uh, when I pl- ended up playing for Midland. Uh, and just, yeah, it's like looking back and seeing some of the guys and how they went about their careers and, and, you know, some went on to, like, them and some guys that, you know, never made it to the big leagues that were uh, really, really good players um, well, just to well, be amongst them, yeah.
1: Yeah, don't tease us. Uh, feel free to name drop some of the, the opponents you you can recall. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: Troy Gloss, a teammate of mine in Midland. Uh, Ruben Mateo played in the big leagues with uh, the Reds and the Rangers. Uh, Rick Helling was a college teammate of mine who You know 120 games with the uh with the rangers the one year oh man there's like uh carlos beltran uh he's with the royals uh just to name a few they're just a lot of a lot of um, you know amazing uh talent and uh you know you get to you know you get to know him as 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 a teammate and not as an opponent and it's pretty cool to you know you know get to get to know them a little bit
1: now you're you're coaching at the academy level so you're not necessarily fully involved with the the yeah. summer collegiate squad but uh, I know that you were in attendance for the uh, all-star game in Edmonton last year uh, tell me what uh, what you saw in that event and uh, what appeared to be a, a pretty pretty neat event
3: no you know since uh, you know uh, yeah we happen to be playing there with my team and uh, you know you know, I played a lot of games on, on different teams there, from the Trappers to Cracker Cats to the Capitals. Uh, so, you know, you know, it was a special place for me in, in my baseball career. So, uh, I, you know, I thought it was, I thought it went, it, it was, it was well run. And, and you know, in baseball, you got to adapt, you know, to playing conditions and all that. And I think uh, Pat and his staff did an unbelievable job of of, of doing that because the weather was, you know. Uh, wasn't wasn't very good so um, to be able to put it on and to you know have some and have people attend it uh, with the weather the way it was supposed to be I thought they did an unbelievable job.
1: One of the things you hear about within a team is is bonding as a team but when when in attending the uh, all-star game in Edmonton last year You notice a lot of bonding within uh, players from different teams and that kind of thing. Is that uh, that kind of what you saw as well, that uh, it allows players that wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to interact and get to know each other, just gives them time to to see what everyone else can do and also to appreciate uh, players not around all the time?
3: Yeah, no. That's and that's the that's the biggest thing I took from it is getting to know a guy. You know, you're trying to beat him and outdo him uh, as an opponent, and then you get a, a you know share some ideas, see what they're thinking. You know, maybe that will help your career. Um, and you know, but but just you know getting to know them as a person, and 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 it's crazy how your paths cross. Maybe it's just at that all-star game, um, but you know maybe you know in business or when when you're done playing or coaching uh so it was and, and personally for me being on the field and alan cox through bp uh for the uh, home run derby just being able to you know i ran into people that i haven't seen in years and didn't even realize they're in the league so uh whether it was coaching or, or working uh for the media in edmonton or you know uh, on the staff so i thought that's the biggest thing is you get to know people f- and not just competing against them and, and and how funny it is that paths crossed uh on multiple occasions uh through the years
1: he raised an interesting point with alan cox tossing the, the bp for the home run derby is there any jockeying among uh dogs people to uh to get that uh, coveted spot uh, for the 2021 uh uh, I'm well I, I
3: well i would pr- probably safe to say that i won't do it because <laughs> uh guys in the academy don't like hitting off me because I, I i was pretty much over the top and so i'm pretty downhill when i throw so it's and and i throw a little bit firm uh you know it's hard for me because i'm, I'm, I'm trying to miss the barrel for my whole career and now i'm trying to hit, <laughs> hit the barrel so uh, it's still not a pleasant thought uh of of finding the barrel but uh you know, there, you know, Val throws really good BP. Uh, uh, Duda throws really good P- BP. Uh, you know, uh, Dave, if Dave, Dave Rob throws really good BP, there's a, there's a lot of guys. So maybe we share the duties.
1: Awesome. Uh, last question for you, just uh, your kind of look ahead and in, in your crystal ball, and, and your kind of hopes for the academy and also the summer collegiate team, as we kind of you know move through these uncertain times.
3: Uh, just to keep. You know, as far as the academy, just, uh, you know, you know, keep getting guys uh, better, keep them excited, uh, looking forward to, you know, uh, baseball and, you know, learning, learning some new things and how to be more self-sufficient in these tough times, uh, you know, and getting them as much exposure as we can. Um, And I think that's one of the things that sets us apart is, is is the amount of guys that we're getting signed. Uh, you know, committed to to Division one schools and, and colleges in general uh, through this pan- uh, pandemic with the with the recruiters not being able to travel, um, and you know, uh, take it day to day with with the college team. You know, try and uh, get this place looking as good as it can be, and 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 have everything set up to where uh, and stay excited about you know, hopefully opening day. You know, you never know with this and. But hopefully, the worst is past us and and uh you know you know I think we'll have a really good team and 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 as far as going back to the academy, seeing as many guys that we can get uh, uh an opportunity to play in front of you know five thousand people, I think it's uh an experience that really sets them ahead of everyone else when once they get to college or professional baseball or whatever. Um, To be able to have that, you know, I didn't, I never got that until I got to, you know, professional baseball playing in front of a crowd. So it was uh, uh, to be able for for them to do that. I think it would be uh, an unbelievable experience and, and really push the envelope and get them ready for college or football.
1: Lou, thanks for your time today.
3: Thank you. Now, the last time the league held its
0: All-Star game in Okotoks was back in 2008, and someone involved in that game might end up with one of the best seats in the stadium next summer. That'll be Pote's pitch and coach partner, Jeff Duda. He was one of nine members of the Dogs to make that All-Star team, and Ian caught up with him as well.
1: First of all, why don't we go back in the time machine to 2008? Uh, You were a member of the Okotoks Dogs at that point, uh, and a member of the All-Star squad at that time. Any memories from that? That period in your life?
4: Uh, honestly, the, the one thing that sticks out in my mind from from the 2008 All-Star Game here in Okotoks was, you know, just seeing the best players all in one spot and our, our fans here in Okotoks packing the stadium. I mean, it was it was pretty pretty special event, and you know, getting to meet the other guys around the league and actually get to talk to him and get to know them a little bit, uh, just. You know, talking baseball and life in general, those kinds of things, um, you know, it's a, definitely a special moment. How much do these kind of events
1: mean to the players? Because uh, it's, you know, this is a different league, this isn't uh, MLB, you know, what are the interactions like with the players and, and how much do they look, look forward to an All-Star game?
4: Well, anytime you get, uh, you know, voted one of the top players on your team or in the league, you know that's something you can hang your hat on so it's definitely something that uh you know is nice to get recognized for for your performance on the field and then you know obviously uh getting the opportunity to either pitch or play in it is uh you know it's just a fun easy going atmosphere so it's it's definitely something it doesn't have that same kind of intensity mm-hmm. as a regular game but you know the guys are out there having fun and it's uh a lot of fun to watch
1: now did you pitch in that game i know you had pitched uh i think day before or right right before that yeah no my
4: my start was right before the all-star game so i didn't get to pitch in it unfortunately just got to razz your teammates instead yeah (laughs) yeah there's a lot of them too
1: so (laughs) yeah i think you guys had nine nine dogs on that on that team sounds about right um tell me a little bit just about uh, you've You've obviously, you're still uh, a member of uh, the dog's family. You've seen the the ballpark grow, you've seen the organization grow. Um, Tell me about just some of those changes since 2008 that you see around the ballpark that some of the players can look forward to in 2021.
4: Uh, I still remember uh, my first year was 2007 Mm -hmm. and I actually came a little bit early compared to some of the guys and they're still finishing the stadium up mm-hmm. and it, actually the, the opening night we were building the bullpen mounds mm-hmm. um, but to see how far it's come is you know there's there's uh there's nothing like it honestly in amateur sports certainly in canada and the vast majority of the united states too so it's definitely uh, it's a spectacle it's it's top class and uh you know it's it's something we take a great deal of pride in and, and just seeing how much the community supports the dogs organization i mean it's it's uh, they go hand in hand so um you know it's definitely uh, one of the best baseball experiences you can get out there uh, you obviously deal with the the academy kids a lot and a lot of those
1: uh, players graduate to the summer collegiate squad uh, have you had any talk since uh, since news kind of broke of this this announcement? Uh, is there any buzz, I guess, w- with the, the players about the prospect of uh, of appearing in an All-Star game uh, next year?
4: Well, just in talking to, to some of the alumni, I mean, last year we had 24 guys that had graduated the Dogs Academy mm-hmm. play on the summer collegiate team that helped win the championship last year for the first time and would have been 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're definitely you know, anticipating their return and, you know, getting to play in front of the the Okotoks crowds again. And playing in the All-Star game would just be, you know, a little icing on the cake for them. Tell me about
1: that. Uh, You touch on just playing in general and getting a season going in general. How much are you looking forward to, you know, that that return to normal and the, the, the prospect of a WCBL season in 2021?
4: Well, I think everyone's just, you know, you don't realize, there's that saying, you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And and going through this this year has been, you know, obviously it's challenging times for everyone. But, um, you know, it's, it's something that this town and our organization, you know, truly, um, you know, take a lot of pride in the fact that we are able to, you know, put a good product out on the field. And you know have the best facilities and the the, the extra festivities we do and everything like that like it's a big part of the community and it's for a lot of people that's what they do for their family outing so I think uh, the fans are equally as excited as we are. Last question for you I know my colleague uh, Joe McFarland likes
1: asking this of everyone what does uh, the game of baseball mean to you? Honestly it's all I've
4: ever known so you know my my life revolves around baseball and, and I wouldn't have it any other way, um, you know, and, and obviously now that I coach, it's the, the easiest way to stay close to the game, and it's something I take a great deal of joy in mm-hmm. and, and helping kids pursue their dreams. So it's, uh, you know, the game's given me a lot. I've been able to see a lot of the world and, you know, a lot of my education paid for, and, you know, getting the opportunity to give back is, is, is awesome.
1: Well, thank you very much for your time today and uh, all the best moving forward in these uh,
4: uncertain times. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks to Kevin Kavami, Lou Pote, and Jeff Duda for joining us on the podcast, and thanks to Ian for attending this week's news conference and bringing us all the latest. Before we go, we wanted to pass along a couple of other pieces of news. The Edmonton Prospects made it official earlier in the week that they will be moving to Spruce Grove for the 2022 season. There still isn't a ton of concrete plans for what's to come with REMAX Field since the last time we updated the situation, but when we find out, we'll pass the word along. And finally, we here at Alberta Dugout Stories are proud to announce we've entered a one year contract with the WCBL to serve as consultants on league communications, social media, media relations, and promotions. Not only is it an opportunity to continue our work in spreading the stories of baseball in Alberta, but we also get to expand our footprint into Saskatchewan, which we know our followers have been eager to see and hear. So while the baseball season here is winding down, our work is just getting started. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout
4: Stories.